then let's just say and welcome to the super fun awesome happy time pedal show podcast Woo. my name is Gabor. hey welcome along i'm alex and yes it's been a while it's been a long time we had the crappiest start of a year ever i reckon in terms of oh it's still going <laughs> well yeah it's still it's, it's still crappy it's still crappy but i mean it's so i caught covid i'm pretty sure new year's eve i got sick sort yeah. of first week of january i was sick then my wife and kids got sick so january we were pretty much i was out of commission just about all of january right between me being yeah. sick my wife and kids being sick so i had to look after them uh, isolation, yada, 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 yada. Then I think it was late January we did the Pedal of the Year podcast <coughs> and video. I think it was late January from memory. Mm. Then February, we had maybe three, four days of normal filming because everything was A-OK in February. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> then March came mm. along, or sort of late February, yeah. early March, then we had floods. <laughs> Yay. Lots of floods. Um, where nothing really happened. I, I don't think anything really happened to your house in particular, flood wise, as in water damage and stuff. Did it? Uh, I had water in my studio. Yeah. Oh, okay. I had water in the studio. Okay. Well, um, that's a start. Yeah. And um, it's it kind of because my studio is built under a house and it's on a concrete slab, which used to be a carport or a garage or a Car hole. Car hole. Yeah, yeah. Depends what you want to call, the fancy, what you yeah. call it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and um, so I, but that's on an angle because it's sloped down towards the front front of the house. So ah, to a, get rid of all the water. A, a, well, yeah, now it is, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I built a timber subfloor to make it level because it was on a quite a steep angle. And um but now when it rained or flooded, all this water came under the house off the side of it because our house is an A-frame roof, so it has a lot of surface area for rain to collect. Yeah. And it just came down the left-hand side and then pulled under the house, which is like shin-deep puddles, which is behind the retaining wall on this wall. You know where I'm pointing. Yes. Um, so if you watch the videos, the side I'm sitting on, the right. <laughs> yeah, actually, yeah. yeah. So, so that's a retaining wall that leads to under the house because they're on a steep hill. And basically that was like shin-deep of like puddle and, you know, small lake under the house. And that slowly drained through the retaining wall. But it, it's gone down under the timber subfloor onto the concrete slab and then it's, I think, stuck there. So there's probably like a small reservoir underneath the studio somewhere. <laughs> ah, that's cool. Maybe yeah. gives you extra sound and stuff, like water reverb. Water river. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so you got I, I didn't get luckily. Luckily I had my my roof was literally yeah. fixed after about a year of getting annoyed with roofers. My roof was literally fixed just before um the floods. So I mm. I luckily didn't have any water coming to my house, but I was flooded in, so the area where I live, I'm up a bit higher. But around where I live, um, the lower bits, the yeah. roads that go into towns and stuff, they flooded. Anyway, so that was late February, early March, oh, into sort of first uh, couple of weeks of March. And I lost gigs too because of that. And you lost um, gigs because of that. I was actually on, on a gig setting up um, for a PA job when the band got stuck on the other side of Gympie because the whole town got cut. And only the tech truck got through. 
Oh. And they said they said we knew it was a problem when the water was almost up to the traffic lights. Yeah, that's a problem. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> that's definitely a problem. So yeah. So that was sort of floods. first. Let's say you know first half of March. Then yeah. you got COVID. Yay. Then your partner Zoe got COVID. <laughs> yeah. And then I now got a stomach bug. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm over it now. Thankfully, this isn't uh, smell a vision. Oh, not smell a vision. Smell a listen. Um, but no, no, it was it was bad for a few because my wife and kids got it last week, right. and I thought right. I dodged a bullet, but I didn't. I got mm. I got it this week. So um, yeah. So, but I'm 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 pretty much over it now. But yeah. So we had a pretty crappy okay. start to the year in terms of trying to film, and so I've been emailing mm. a bunch of. Um, people that are waiting for videos just saying, sorry, we've just, you know, yeah. it's just been one thing after the other. And we pretty Man. much literally only February we sort of had to actually film videos. And it's April tomorrow. Yeah. It's the 31st of March today when we're recording this. So, Well, it's, um, we must have smashed out a bunch because we've still got stuff. Yeah, we did. We got quite <laughs> active there for a little while. Um, we've still yeah. got a few left. Uh, and I've still got... Um, one last guitar video to fully edit, and then um, mm. that's all yeah, cool. the videos done. And um, I'm, I'm possibly doing a couple. Well, I mean, that's that can sort of lead us into the what's new kind of thing. So, Alex, let's start off with you. What's sure. new with you aside from having COVID or oh, being over COVID now? Yeah, um, actually, today's kind of the first day I've really felt normal. Um, in what, just 30, like 36 week. years? 30. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, um, yeah, like you get COVID for a week and then it takes another week to really kind of get any strength back. You just feel like you've been working hard for a week digging holes or something. I've, I, I'm, I'm, st- Were you the same? I think I only just kind of got over the um, – I was talking to a friend about that not long ago um, – yeah. I felt really lethargic after I got COVID and I felt mm. um, loading in gear and stuff and when I go to gigs. Mm. I mean, I'm always huffing and puffing when I'm doing it, but um, I was running out of breath quicker and singing as well. I was running out of breath much quicker and yeah. it only only just now. So, you know, we're talking, this is early January. We're talking now late March. It took yeah, almost months. two months, I reckon, for me to kind of really get over that lethargic bit of, and it's meant yeah, right. it's meant to be one of those things that sticks around for a while. Right. The running out of um, less energy, running out of um, mm. stamina quicker. Um, oh yeah, new things. I, I'm not sure if we talked about this last, probably not last podcast, because that was the pedal of the year, wasn't it? Yes. So I got a new guitar. <laughs> Oh yeah, that's right. We haven't even really talked about that yet. Talked about that. I think it's here. Oh, it's in the other room there. Yeah, I got a PRS baritone. Ah, and it's been the been in a few yeah. videos too. Has been. We haven't talked about it though. No. It's a um. It's one of the SE series line. What do you call it? Yeah. Models and um. But one of the sort of nicer spec ones <clears throat> has a. I don't. I don't think the top. It's a maple top, but there's like a veneer. It's not a like a solid. It probably is flame with the SCs, yeah. It probably would be. Yeah. Um, but sounds good. It's got two mini humbuckers, and it's got. So, I'll have to read the message again because I think the guy that sold it 
did some wiring stuff because it only has one volume knob and then a pickup switch and then a mini toggle switch, which does like a, sounds like a core split, doesn't it? Because you've heard Yeah, it. something like that. Yeah, some sort of tone shift thing. Yeah. Which did beg the question, because I don't know heaps about pickups, do mini humbuckers, can you coil split them? I guess they're still humbuckers, aren't they? So they'd still be two coils, wouldn't they? I don't know. So it'd be like a mini single coil. <laughs> Is that what <laughs> Three you're quarters of a coil? <laughs> Possibly. So, I, I guess yeah. so. I don't know that much about that, but I I'd imagine Shoot so. Shoot us a message if you know. Yeah. yeah. Um, anyway, it, it's cool because it gets like, um, you can get the twangy thing going for, you know, twangy bridge uh, baritone tones. Actually, I can ask my new friend, which is one of the news that I'm going to talk about in a second, who's a lovely dude. Yeah. Actually, can, we can ask him. But yeah, continue. Cool. Sorry, I just thought of that. Um, yeah, so that's that's been fun. And it's, um, yeah, it's really fun to have a baritone. It is, yeah. I like the baritone. I yeah. like, I'm, I'm a suck, I've become a sucker for low tunings, generally. Yeah. yeah. I like that. Definitely. Um New stuff. What other new stuff do I have to talk about? Uh, Probably new PA gear. Yawn, yawn, yawn. Maybe. Um, yeah, I won't t- talk about that. Um, there is some PA gear, but you're not interested. Nah. So. <laughs> no. No one is. So. <laughs> <clears throat> um, this ain't no pro so- audio podcast. <laughs> Besides the gear that we kind of get sent through the show, I haven't bought anything, I don't think. Required anything mm. else. Hmm. So so yeah. what's what's new with me, you ask? <laughs> Did I? <laughs> I'm just trying to move on. So well, okay, well, so I, I sort of uh, got two new two new guitars, sort of mm. with possible more on the horizon. <laughs> Yeah, you got nuts. Uh, I'm feeling a little bit. Well, I mean, I mean, okay. So let, let's talk about the two new guitars that I've gotten. That, um, or not, I've gotten, but I sort of have had one. Okay, let's start off with the one I've got it right here that I've, I have had this guitar already, but uh, it's sort of got a new life, and I really, really dig it. I've been. This is sort of the guitar I've been playing at home all the time. The neck is just lovely on this thing. So you may have mm. seen this in probably one or two videos by now. But it's my um, um, okay. So I should backstory a um, little bit. So I used to many many moons ago work for the Australian Carven importers and distributors, a company called Music At. And um, when that was happening, I was technically endorsed by Carven. So I I played Carven guitars, and. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, they so somewhat talked me into, let's say, it persuaded me uh, in getting a Strat style. What at the time they called their Bolt. I think it has a different name now. What does the name? Hang on, let me just quickly. Because uh, I mean, this is when it was um, Carvin. It's now Kiesel, and Kiesel have changed a bunch of things. I'm just quickly looking it up. What is it called now? It's now called the. Delos. 
Delos, which is the sort of strat shape. It used to be called to, Bolt. You have to say that with like a really low voice. Like, Delos. Yeah. Delos. Sounds like an, you can an even, evil guy from an action movie. You can even get a angry-looking headless Delos. Mm. So it's like a strat shape. But anyway, sweet, so it's it's like a strat shape guitar, um, bolt on neck, um, strat shape guitar. And, and so they kind of let me spec it to what I kind of wanted it to be. And so I, purely for looks, I went, um, I, I saw they had, if you go and look at the Keezer website now as well, back in the days on the Carvin website, they used to have the in stock section. So they do mostly custom builds but they do build some stuff and then have it in stock and you can buy the stuff in stock. And I remember seeing a bunch of guitars that had walnut bodies and I liked the look of it. So I said, okay, build me one that's a one-piece walnut body, which this is, um, uh, with uh, just a normal neck with um, um, the necks, carver necks or kiesel necks are are great. I don't know if you've played many, if you had the chance to play many over the years. But a neck, super modern, yeah, super, yeah, but really comfortable necks and yeah, fast, um, yeah, yeah, but not like Ibanez stupidly thin, fast. They have some girth to it, no. But yeah, the back of the neck's still substantial, but the front is like um, yeah. quite flat and quick. It's a yep. it's a great neck. So anyway, so I had that built, and it was mm. basically the, the standard, you know, three single coils, standard kind of strat kind of thing. And I just yeah. don't do strats, and I just don't get along with them, and it's just not my thing. So that's a guitar that was sitting there for ages. And then actually it was sitting at the music shop at Music at Noosa for probably a good year and a half, two years for sale. No one wanted to buy it. Um, anyway, so uh, uh, quite a while ago now, um, the good folks at... Um, so actually, this relating to the other guitar I'm going to talk about as well, I sort of got in touch with Dirk Bagley from Bagley Guitars um, who make aluminium necks and the other guitars that I'm going to talk about is an aluminium neck guitar. Anyway, they mm. Bagley Guitars sort of, they started making pickups called Haven pickups. And long story short, Haven pickups send me to pickups, like a, a set of pickups. Uh, you can, at the time... They only had you could choose between active and passive. That was it. I think now they have a couple of different models. Um, actually, let's let's quickly have a look at that. Um, what are they called? Uh, a Haven pickups. Um, so at the time, um, you could only choose between active or passive um, pickups, um, and I chose the passive. Uh, now I think they're called, if I have a look, I think it's called Omnia. They've changed the name to Omnia. That's what I wanted to look at. Um, Mm. um, now I don't know if it's exactly the same pickup or not, but the idea is the same. So it's basically four coils. So instead of having the two coils and it's sort of six strings per coil, so it's like a coil that runs all the way through. It's four coils. So it's basically three strings per coil, if that makes sense. You've got a, yeah. a, a so, little a little coil on the, I don't know, left side, you know, of the three bass strings. You've got a <laughs> little coil on the left side of the three treble strings, and then you have the same on the right side. So it's four coils that make up 
um, the pickup. So uh, apparently that does something. I don't know what it does, but it, it does something. So he sent me those pickups. Like the um, same concept as a P-Base, how it splits. Like you've got two coils for the top upper strings and two for the bass. Right? Yeah, you just have, instead of having mm. the two that are sort of offset, you have four that make up a rectangle, yep, if that makes sense. Um, yep. So he sent me those pickups, and originally I was going to put them into the um, Greco. The Greco was meant to get the Haven pickups originally, and they were meant to have chrome oh. covers and stuff originally and all that Les sort of Paul stuff. Greco. The Les Paul Greco, yeah. Yeah, actually, um, yep. But then their development took a little longer than planned. Uh, in the meantime, we started talking with Fishman. Fishman sent us a bunch of pickups. I ended up putting the Fishman classic humbuckers into the Greco, which I love. That that's, works really well. Great sounding guitar. Anyway, a little later, these Haven pickups come. Um, they, at the time, couldn't do the chrome thing, so they just owned these sort of black covers, which kind of look like EMG pickups. Um, they came, they sat here for quite a while. I was a bit lazy with that sort of stuff. I wasn't quite sure what to do with it. Um, then I decided to put them, how about this carbon, old carbon I have, how about let's turn it into a two humbucker guitar, like a super strat kind of thing. Um, of course I had to do routing and all that sort of stuff because of course carbon pickups are a little bit skinnier than normal pickups, so the routings, they're routed, even though they had single coils in them, they're routed for three humbuckers. You could put three humbuckers oh, it in cool. it. Okay. Um, yep. But three carbon humbuckers, which are ever so slightly skinnier than normal pickups. So they would just not fit. It was literally, you know, two millimeters or something like that. That they wouldn't fit. Anyway, so I had uh, a good friend, Jim, at Deluxe Tone Guitars, who actually did an awesome job with this. He routed it out for me. I had, um, um, oh, God, what's his name? I forgot his name now, but uh, his tag is Herod, H underscore E underscore A underscore, no, R underscore A underscore D, Herod, um, right. H-E-A-R-D, Herod, on Instagram. He makes aluminium pickguards. He made me an aluminium pickguard. Um, uh, Jim did all the wiring and all that sort of stuff. He put it all together for me. Um, yeah, so it's all done now. So long story short, uh, my new um, Carvin slash Kiesel slash Haven pickups guitar, which I think I've played in at least one or two videos we've done so hmm. far. Which and I it was cool, cool because you were kind of talking about selling that guitar. Now it's oh, got a whole new lease of life. I tried to sell it for about two years, and it, yeah, <laughs> or I think it was about two years, a year and a half or so, and no one wanted to buy it. I had a few people that were interested, but they were kind of trying to haggle for the price, and I just kind of—I wasn't really super fast to sell it or not. So I just went yep. nah, because they also had it came with the original pickguard with the original carbon pickups, but then it had a set of McBreely pickups that were in it, right. um, yeah, and then right. actually yeah. even I also had a. Um, a Demasio, whatever the Paul Gilbert one is, which was giving away with it as well. So it was all these extra pickups because I'm not a Strat guy. Um, yeah, right. So now I have still have all these pickups if anyone wants them. <laughs> oh, cool. Yeah, right. <laughs> um, I've got a whole bunch of Strat pickups. Um, but yeah, so, uh, uh, and I tuned this guitar to D standard tuning because the Haven pickups, um, if people don't know about Bagley guitars and Haven pickups, um, they're all kind of together with Jupiter effects. 
So they all come out of the same workshop, I think. So in, in Germany, there's Jupiter Effects, Haven Pickups, and Bagley Guitars. Um, and it, they're all kind of doomed dudes. And I think the whole idea behind the, um, the Haven Pickups is they have this extreme clarity. They're very clear pickups and have maybe even a much bigger frequency range. So they can handle lower frequencies for lower, um, yeah. lower tune stuff. So tune it to D standard. And I got to say, I can't stop playing this guitar. I really, really dig it. Um, Jim did a great job at setting up the trem. I always have issues with Strat trems. It's sort of a, this is a Wilkinson two-point trem. I think it's the same trem that you have on your Warmoth. Mm. Yeah, um, very similar. Um, and he yeah. set it up really, really well. I kind of did a few fine adjustments like I always do with everything I get to, you know, with action and all that sort of stuff. But he did a great job at it. And um, I can't stop playing this guitar. This is, it's just, I really, really love the neck and I, I love the way it sounds. And you see it in a lot more videos. And um, the only thing I'm still, aesthetically, I'm still working on a few things. Um, yeah. The jack input and all that sort of stuff. It's just a few aesthetics, but um, sound wise, well, I dig it. This, this kind of came up, this whole concept came up recently because we both thought, how fun would it be to have a super strat? Yeah. And just ridiculously over the top. Yeah, 80s spec. And there's actually more on that coming soon as well. <laughs> yeah, true. <laughs> I'll, I'll, so, I'll do a spoiler in this uh, in this podcast. <laughs> now, the other guitar I got, You're so that's, oh, you had a, actually, you played it briefly. Did you, do you remember much about it? I think you only once played it briefly the one time I brought it over. Uh, briefly, yeah. Uh, yeah, it's cool. I, I don't think I played much with different sounds to hear the pickups do their thing, but that's good. No, well, it's it's. I think it's really when you get into the high higher gain stuff, you, there is a lot mm. of clarity there, and and I just love the neck yeah, more right. than anything else. I really love playing it at well, the moment. Well, how's it go with the angle head, the big one? Good. So I did. Um, see I, I'm, yeah. I'm one of the things I want to do. Um, I want to do um, a video on the big angle head, the the Powerball. Yeah. At some stage, and I think that's going to be a great guitar to use in that video as well. So that's coming up soon. I've been a little bit slack with that, but, um, you know, we've been a bit slack with everything lately. Um, yeah. So that's one new guitar. The other new guitar, which you may have seen in one or two, maybe one video actually so far, in the uh, Mod Devices, Mod Dwarf video, is a parts build, uh, which goes even further back. <laughs> and again, I'm, mm. I'm very apologetic to Dirk um, because it's taken forever. But so I um, got in touch with Dirk Bagley uh, originally because I said I'd really love to try out one of your aluminium necks um, because uh, I saw them on um, the second 42 Gear Street um, uh, a whole bunch of that stuff was there and I was really sort of keen because I thought I like the idea of something different you know aluminium neck something something new something kind of different um, so contacted him. Long story, I got an aluminium neck um, ages ago that's been sitting there for ages as well uh, because there's this whole saga that kind of started around this guitar build. So I got contacted, and I'm not naming any names, but I got contacted by uh, Australian sort of parts builder guy. So a guy who was building, he was building sort of guitars, but he was building necks and bodies, but you had to fill in all the electronics and all that sort of stuff. And he did some really, really cool-looking relic jobs. And he also did some really cool-looking um, 
um, uh, what do you call them? Thin line jazz master bodies. So with the F hole and, you know, sort yeah, of hollowing yeah. part. And he contacted me after I, I liked a bunch of his Instagram posts and said, oh, they look great. And um, he, co- he actually contacted me and said, uh, you know, maybe we should, you know, work something out and do something for, with the channel and, and, you know, have like a parts guitar build. Um, mm. And I said, sure. Um, so he started building me this guitar. I picked um, this body. I picked that he sent me photos of different timbers. I picked the timbers. He asked me what to do, like, you know, routing, what kind of pickups are you going to have in it? Um, anyway, long story short, uh, last I've heard was um, he sent me a picture of it basically done and he said, uh, just doing last couple of coats because I wanted sort of a satiny kind of finish. Um, mm-hmm. And he said, uh, just doing a couple of coats and um, uh, of like a satin finish and letting it dry. Um, you know, I'll be in touch soon, you know. Uh, and then I didn't hear from him for ages and ages and a message, then a message, then a message and nothing, you know, literally six months or so. And then I got a very, very vague mes- message from someone saying, oh, who, who are you? What, what's this? And it, all the messages were sort of one or two word messages, right? And I said, oh, I'm just checking what's happening with this guitar body because I'm waiting for it. I'm, you know, YouTube channel. This is part of a parts guitar build. And I've got other manufacturers that are sort of waiting, just wanting to see what's going on. And always very vague messages. And then... Um, I believe through all these vague messages, I got told that the guy who I originally dealt with passed away and that this guy is a new guy who bought the company and doesn't know if the body's there or not. He'll have a look. Never got back to me and I messaged him a few times, no replies. So I don't know what's going on there. But So there's a body somewhere that was built for me that is basically finished, but a thin line yeah. jazz master body that is, I don't know what the goes with it. Anyway, um, so months and months later, um, I talked to our friend Dave um, from Vander Guitars and I said to him, can you throw me together a jazz master body? And he said, sure. Um, so he threw me together this body, which is, uh, and I always forget, it's not roasted ash, it's roasted spruce. Oh, it's a spruce. I think it's roasted spruce. Um Right. And uh, uh, roasted spruce body, and he put a satin finish on it, gave it sort of a darkish sort of color like I wanted. It looks killer. Now, that's on an, uh, with an al- aluminum neck attached now. Uh, I've got two uh, really cool, and I really like them as well, um, Curtis Novak Thunderbird pickups. So Thunderbird bass pickups for guitar. And I found out about them through sort of friend of the show, Mike Adams from Pusheen. Uh, go check out his channel if you haven't. Um, still sounds funny. It still sounds funny. He did a, a, a review on them when he, Curtis Novak first started um, building them because uh, Mike writes for guitar magazines and stuff like that and, and um, has a, knows a lot of these guys. So uh, I think he knows Curtis Novak quite well and he sent him these pickups and um, he said they're killer pickups, especially for low tunings. So, yeah, so I've got this guitar now. Again, uh, Herod... Justin, that's his name, Justin Hermes from um, uh, Herod, H-E-R-A-D, with all underscores in between it on Instagram. He makes custom anodized um, pickguards, mm. any color, any shape, um, 
really, really well too. If you my parts master caster blaster master caster guitar has one of them on there too. So that's been in lots of videos. But yeah, so uh, this guitar now, and I put uh, again ages ago. Um, I got sent a Descendant vibrato, Jazzmaster style vibrato, and I bought a Mastery Bridge, and that's become now my. I call it my Doom caster. <laughs> Doom caster. <laughs> Doom caster. Um, so it, this is tuned to C standard tuning. Oh, I got a name for it: the Disaster Caster. Disaster Caster. Yeah, it could be the Disaster Caster. Um, yes. Because it was a bit of a disaster to get it all together, but it's it, a bit it, like, like, like um, zombie type um, end of the world aesthetic going on. Yeah, a little bit. So I want it because it's yeah. it's a you know you have you've got the really kind of sleek. Um, aluminium look from the neck, like really kind of yeah. modern, sleek look. You've got the sort of chrome humbuckers. You've got the very kind of, um, again, sleek look of the, the mastery bridge and a descendant vibrato. You've got the kind of matte, but also very kind of modern and kind of almost cold looking um, aluminium, black aluminium guard. And then I just, I wanted, what I sort of said to Dave and what I said to the other guy originally and no one can see it. I don't know why I'm showing it into the camera. You can see it, but no one else can see <laughs> I it. See it. I, I wanted a really um, almost sort of weathered-looking um, body. I said when I yeah. sent Dave, uh, when I asked Dave to do it, and um, uh, I sent him a photo of my patio table outside, which is again you can see it in some photos. It's sort of a gray, almost grayish kind of looking timber. Um, it's quite weathered because it's it's been sitting outside for ages. Um, and I sort of said to him, kind of like that, but maybe a bit darker. And he went maybe a bit more brown than I would have gone, but uh, I still mm -hmm. think it looks cool. And he said because it's only, um, uh, I think it's a, it's called gun oil, gun gun oil that is on it. Oh yeah, yep, yep. Um, so it's so only it's, oiled. So he said it will. It's not a varnish. It yeah. will um, age, and I do want that. Cool. I want. I, I like the idea of having the wooden body that kind of yeah. ages, but then you have the the sort of pristine, you know, stuff on it. Um, mm. And it's, yeah, it's a cool guitar. And it took, that was one of those guitars, again, that was Jim at Deluxe Tone Guitars helped me with this a lot. Big thank you to Jim. Um, but this was one of those guitars, it took a lot of finessing to get right. Um, it took me buying um, nut files. <laughs> uh, and I bought, cheap nut files which weren't very good and i literally spent a long time filing the nut down because jim set it up great actually but i think he was a bit worried about because it's a it's an aluminium um or a brass nut sorry brass nut and i think he was a little bit worried about his um he just sort of set up his shop deluxe stone guitars He's been kind of doing it as a hobby, but now he's kind of trying to do it as a, as a full-time job. And he just bought all these really expensive nut files and stuff. And I think he was just worried about wrecking him right at the beginning of his, of his business venture uh, on my stupid um, <laughs> brass nuts. So he didn't file down the nut a lot. So yeah. I filed it down. But once I did that, um, now it's, it plays really nice. And, it's, and it has a really kind of interesting tone. Like, I don't know if you can hear yeah. it... Um, sort of unplugged but it almost has a resonator kind of vibe to it because of the aluminium neck yeah it has a kind of metal kind of ringing 
Um, yep. Which you don't hear as much when it's plugged in, but it just has a different sort of sound. It's and it's very. I find the attack is very instant. There's, it's a really quick attack um, guitar and really punchy sort of attack. And I guess that's probably the aluminium neck. Um, yeah. But it's a cool guitar, and you'll see a lot more of it. Um, my disaster doom caster, my doom disaster <laughs> caster. Master? Disaster caster. Doom, doom, but it needs doom in it because it's my doom guitar. Ah. It's the doom caster. Doom caster. Doom caster. Anyway, that's that. <laughs> um, and then while we're at guitars, uh, oh, there's. It's, it's, a, it's a jazz master shape, so just doom master. The doom master. But then people think doom. I'm arrogant and call myself the doom master. And I'm definitely yeah, not the doom, doom master. <laughs> well, I'm not, I'm not calling myself Let's Paul. Well, true. Um, okay, well, but yeah, or Doom Master Blaster? I don't know. Send your ideas for the guitar name into. Yeah. <laughs> Message us. Yeah. Let us know what do you want me to call the guitar um, for the videos, you know, so I can say, like, my parts Master Caster Blaster. Um, Which is stupid. <laughs> and then while we're guitars, uh, <laughs> there is also, um, I, 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 I was very, 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 very excited um, because after literally, I think, four or five years of quite a few emails um, to the good folks at Yamaha Line 6 Australia, um, they finally, it looks like they're going to start working with us now, which is fantastic. Mm. Um, now, we will get most likely in a week or two one of the Revstar standard models. So Yamaha released a new Revstar line, Revision 2, I guess they call it, a Mark II, um, and they have the, oh, I forgot what it's called, the entry-level one. Uh, it's got some funny name. And then they've got the standard model, which is the middle one. And then they've yeah. got the professional model, which is the Japanese-made one. So the, the two entry-level ones. Let's have a, oh, hang on, I've got to have a quick look. What is it called? Yamaha. Come on, work with me. Uh, Yamaha. Revstar 2022. Um, uh, let's have a quick look. What are they called? Because I know there's three models. Yeah, anyway, yeah. we're getting the standard model. Uh, cool. It's like I watched a couple of videos on them. Yeah. What, what do you cool here? I think it's, it's, I mean, I always, the Revstar, the, the, the shape of it is something I always kind of liked. I kind of thought that's oh, yeah? a, it's an interesting look. It's sort of a, an, an original look. Um, yeah, that seems to be like it's not a take on anything else, especially with the um, – don't they have like five-way sw switching or something? There's some interesting electronics going on. Yeah, they do a thing where it's a, um, it's this sort of out-of-phase thing, but it's it's a different right. sort of out-of-phase thing. Um, yeah. It's where they um, – they delay the second coil. So it's not, you don't hear yes, both coils at the same right. time, but you hear one coil ever so slightly after the other or something like that. Um, yeah, that's right now. I'm trying to remember now off the videos I watched. So yeah, is, yeah, cool. What is that? Is it the. So it's, uh, it doesn't say what the series is called. Where does it say? Uh. Was it the ele Elemental or something like that? 
I'm just trying to find where it is. Mm-hmm. It's something like that. I yep. think it may be the Ele- Elemental series. Uh, oh, Element. Refstar Element. There it is. Yeah. So the Element is the cheapest one. The standard is the the middle of the line, but I think still Indonesian made, possibly, uh, or mm-hmm. Chinese or Indonesian made. And then you've got the Professional, which is the Japanese made one. Uh, so we're getting one of the standard, the the middle of the line, which I think is is probably the one I personally probably go for anyway. And we're getting uh, the P90 version, which I actually prefer because it's got the cool tailpiece. You know, it's got that sort of yeah kind of trapeze looking tailpiece. And yeah. we're getting which cool. um, I'm if anyone knows the show knows me, um, I don't like sunburst. But we're getting the sunset burst, which is kind of cool. Have you seen that? I have, yeah. It's this sort of... Like bottom to top. Bottom to top, yeah. Not outside in. Yeah, so it's not a burst all the way around. You just got the burst bit down the bottom and then it kind of goes yellow as you go up, which I think looks much better. (laughs) (laughs) I remember showing you like PRS guitars and stuff where it starts from a fade on the bottom of the guitar and heads towards the neck. Yeah, I don't like that either. You don't like that, nah. So what's why is this different? Because it's not on the it's on the bottom as you hold the guitar, not on the bottom yep. if you have the guitar sitting up. See, this is something I have in common with with um, Ryan from Sixty Cycle Hum. Maybe it's because we're both yeah. graphic artists by trade. Oh. But it, it, with him, it's always uh, art. The art if you put artwork on a guitar, the guitar has to the artwork has to look good as you're holding the guitar. Not yes. as it's sitting upright. To me, the um, the ones that are where the burst is on the butt of the guitar, and then it sort of bursts towards the neck of the guitar. Yeah, that just to me doesn't look right when you're holding the guitar. It looks good when it's sitting upright in a stand, but when you're holding the guitar, it just looks sure. dumb to me. Whereas this one, <laughs> the burst is on the bottom of the guitar, and it sort of runs parallel with the neck up. Yep. And also, what I also and I think that's why I like the. Um, P90s version of it better too than the uh, humbucker version. The P90s version has that tailpiece that kind of runs from the bridge to the end of the guitar. So it's almost like a, um, like all jazz guitars had back in the days. It's sort of like a trapeze mm. tailpiece that covers pretty much half of the guitar, like yep. down the middle of the guitar. And I think with that burst, it looks like the burst is below that and then above it there's no burst and to me it that works it has a it's it's you know for someone who suffers of OCD like me to me that's an OCD friendly <laughs> guitar <laughs> you're not the only one that suffers that's so okay yeah people around me suffer too i know that but um <laughs> <laughs> but yeah so it has a, it 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 works so yeah so we're getting one of mm. those um yeah uh, that'd be fun in a couple of weeks and any time now really we should also be getting which i'm very very excited of because again anyone who knows the channel knows i'm a massive line six fan and especially the four series so the dl4 dm4 fm4 mm4 all those we did videos on all of them actually except for the delay we haven't done that one yet um well timely timely yeah exactly uh so we're getting one of the new dl4 mark twos which looks kind of yeah. cool. A lot of people go, oh, it's so ugly. And I mean, who cares? Just well, get a timeline. But nah, nah, it's better. The, 
the original ones weren't pretty anyway. No, they were never pretty, and um, I don't and, think they were good-looking pedals. And you've got an XLR input as well. It's I think it's going to be a cool and and all these a whole bunch of different reverbs on it as well. So I think I'm really looking forward to it when when we get it. And uh, it looks like yeah, we're yeah. also getting one of the is it called Catalyst? I think they're called Catalyst. Uh, um, the new Line Six kind of Boss Katana killer. Mm. The new uh, <laughs> their new sort of um, line of gigable amps at like gig volume amps but all yeah, digital model. modeling stuff in it what, what were the old line six ones that did that spider like with the yes i think that was it was there another one as well uh yeah we did a video of it with maloba music didn't no. we no like really old like late 90s oh um i think it was the spider oh, that was, was the it still one. spider back then yeah possibly I don't know. Anyway, yeah, cool. So um, that's yeah, that's all coming. Um, the the line six stuff should be coming any time. Uh, the the I so I I got the Yamaha uh, product manager in Australia got in touch with me about the guitars because I I emailed them about the guitars, um, and then he got me in touch with the line six product manager who got in touch with me as well, and he said. And same, both Yamaha and Line 6 guy. I mean, it's the same company, but they're different sub, yeah. subgroups. Um, they um, said, and we know that kind of stuff. Australia is always a few weeks behind the rest of the world. So um, the you know headquarters promises, same with Boss and stuff, headquarters promises uh, the Australian distributed, well, the Australian branch of it, uh, product for the launch, but they're really only getting enough to supply their main shops, you know, the big main shops. Um, and then all the other shops and people like us, we come second. Um, yep. Maybe the Brett Kingmans in the world come first as well, but um, mm. we come second. So he said there should be this week, the week we're filming this, there is a new um, shipment of DL4 Mark IIs um, uh, coming. And he's going to send one up to us straight away. And next week, most likely, first week of April, uh, a whole big shipment of Rev Stars is coming and one is put aside for us. Um, so Very as soon fun. as it comes, it comes directly up here. Mm. So that's cool. That kind of, le that kind of leads on to my uh, topic for the day. Mm. Is March is the month of delays. It is, but quickly before we do that, there's mm. one more little announcement I want to make, speaking of guitars. Oh, yeah? So, <laughs> and this is where our new friend, uh, the pickup guy I mentioned uh, before, is coming into play. So I got contacted uh, by uh, Glyn, which is kind of funny because he's from New Zealand, and but it's G-L-Y-N, but Glyn, it's like you would say Glenn... In New Zealand, Glyn. Anyway, yes. So uh, a guy, uh, Glyn, lovely guy. I, I should make fun. Should make fun of it, but I make fun of the Kiwi accent. But anyway, uh, Mr. Glyn pickups, or Mr. Glyn's pickups. Is it Mr. Glyn or Mr. Glyn's? One or the other. Um, let me quickly check. Uh, Mr. Glyn's. So G L Y N apostrophe S uh, contacted me and said. Uh, I'm amazed I haven't found you guys earlier. Really like your videos. Uh, I should really send you some pickups. 
check out my range. Let me know what you want. I'll send you some stuff. I went, okie dokie. Um, at the same time, as that was happening, as I was getting these messages, I was talking to Dave at Vander Guitars because I have this spare Carvin neck, which is exactly the same neck as on the Carvin with the Haven pickups that I was talking about before, that I have a spare one sitting around that I've had since the um, days I worked for Carvin. I don't even really remember why I have it, but I have it. <laughs> it's just the same neck. Uh-huh. It just doesn't have Carvin written on it, and it's a slightly different headstock shape to the one that is on that guitar, right? But I have it. And uh, I, as I was getting the messages from Mr. Glynn, uh, I was messaging Dave at Vander Guitar saying, I've got this Carvin neck. I'm thinking about building a guitar. Um you know, what are your thoughts, blah, 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 blah. So I actually, that's the conversation that started first, right? I was, I had this neck. I went, oh, I should talk to Dave about building a guitar with this, right? So I contacted Dave and I said, you know, I've got this body. It's maybe the neck pocket is slightly different because Carvin is not quite the same as the Fender stuff. Uh, I'm thinking of doing this, blah, 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 blah. What are your thoughts? And he goes, yeah, man, absolutely. I'm always happy to work with you and, you know, let me know what you want and I'll do it. Then I get this message from Mr. Glynn saying, oh, um, while I'm having this conversation, oh, I want to send you some pickups. I went, how cool is this? This worked out really well. <laughs> yeah. uh, so I said to Dave, oh, funnily enough, I just got a message from a pickup maker uh, who said he wants to send me some pickups. So let's do this. Let's do it now. And he goes, sure. Um, Anyway, I keep talking to Mr. Glynn. I keep talking to Dave. After maybe an hour, both just chatting, right? Random everyday stuff, right? We're just sort of chatting. Turns out that while I'm talking to Dave and I'm talking to Mr. Glynn, they were talking to each other as well at the same time without knowing that we were all talking to each other because (laughs) Dave uses his pickups quite a bit. And he was just asking him if you could make these particular pickups with this particular aesthetic for one of his guitar builds. So then it sort of comes out and we go, oh, okay, yeah, I'm just talking to him. Yeah, I know, I know Dave really well. I know, yeah, so they all know each other. So it sort of escalated. So they started talking to each other <laughs> about this guitar uh-huh. and things just okay. escalated, right? Um, and they kind of got excited, which made me very excited. Um, then... Dave was suggesting because uh, I wanted to build a Superstrat. Okay, so this is what I'm. This is sort of the, the first announcement of it I'm kind of making here on this podcast. So if you listen to the podcast, you hear it first. Um, I wanted to build a Superstrat, right? But not one with two humbuckers and like uh, uh, like a more doomy kind of one in in D. I want one in standard tuning, but a more kind of Superstrat kind of thing. So we worked out what we're doing. Dave said, "You know what you should do. You should." get in touch with the guys at Vega Trem, um, which is this kind of Sp- Spanish trem system, which is meant to be like a, um, you put it on a normal, any kind of Strat kind of style body. And the, the bridge is so skinny, it actually fits inside the, the cavity for any kind of Strat routing, yeah? So you can mm. pull up as well. So it's almost like a Floyd Rose without a Floyd Rose. And I watched videos. I know um, RJ did a video with it and um, had it on one of his guitars or still has it on one of his guitars. I remember watching a Dweezil Zappa thing and he was raving about how good it is and it feels like a Floyd, and, but it has, 
you put it on a vintage strat and you don't have to do any modifications. Um, and so I went, let's just contact them. And so I contacted them and they said, yeah, sure, we'll send you a trim. So uh, I'm getting a Vega trim, Mr. Glenn pickups. Dave is making me the body. I've got the carbon neck. Okay, cool. And it's going to be a seafoam green Super ah. Strat. And I'm really excited about it. So that's the oh. announcement of a new thing that's coming out. That's going to happen soon. Another parts guitar. Hopefully it won't take as long as the other two. But um, mm -hmm. yeah, so the pickups are apparently on their way already. The Vega Trem is on its way already from Spain. Uh, so once it all gets here, I'm going to send that and the neck down to Dave. And uh, yeah, then there's going to be a seafoam green, hopefully cool guitar in the future. Yeah, sweet. Another parts guitar. The, so I've got to call it some another something caster <laughs> the 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 su super caster i don't know let me know if you have any ideas for names for this let let me know send us a message let us know um okay that was the news for new guitars i mean there's lots of new pedals but um you would you wanted to talk about it we're almost 50 minutes into this but topic what was the topic you wanted to talk about ah Delay, Mar delay March delay. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, just seems like March was the month of delays being released. Yeah, well, I mean... Because there's a few to talk about, yeah. Okay, well, well. Uh, okay, which ones? Start off. Uh, the Chase Bliss. Oh, yeah, I saw that. Another that one. quirky one, isn't it? Yeah, have you seen the Habit? Habit have you seen yeah. the... Um, yeah, have you seen the Knobs demo? Um, I watched... No, I watched the um, the manual video. Manual, the, like the how-to, the manual, the like oh, okay. the Chase sure. Bliss. The, yeah. They always release <laughs> manual videos. Yeah, sure. No, I haven't watched the Knobs video no. yet. No, but yeah, I think it, it was it was like... designed in conjunction with Knobs Guy, wasn't it? I think so. I think they're it's mates. A, yeah, it's along that that mood and blooper looper kind of vibe. Yeah, it's in between those yeah, two. I think. So it seems to be like a digital delay that does pitch shifting, quirky stuff pretty quickly. Like goes down the hole pretty quick. And it has uh, this uh, 30 second, is it 30 seconds? No, three minutes. Three minute loop where it always records uh, everything. And it then you can, um, I'm pretty sure it's three minutes. And you have one of the knobs. Three minutes. Uh, so you can, you play, let's say you play, right? And you turn on the delay and it you just have kind of like an echo going, right? Of what you just played. But then one of the knobs, you can introduce randomly bits from three minutes ago before you turn the delay on. You can introduce those bits into it. Right. You know what I mean? Ah. So it, it always records. I think it's three minutes, a three-minute cycle. Um, that okay. it always records, right? So if it's if it's not as soon as you power it on and plug it in, it starts recording and it always records three minutes and then it records over it and three minutes and then it records over it. So it's like a three minute long tape. I think that's sort of the idea. There's sort of that the graphics as well, right? Okay. Um, and then you start playing and you can use it just like a normal delay, right? But then you have this extra knob and you can introduce moments from the past that you didn't even re realize that were there they kind of get introduced like in a glitchy sort of way into the delay or you can use it like a looper like a full looper 
So it's it's yeah, it's one of those again yeah. overkill <laughs> kind of typical yeah. Joel Corti Chase Bliss things. The sound clips that I watched kind of reminded me of the um the Meris one. The uh what's it called? The Polymoon. The Polymoon. Yeah, like, it has that similar, kind of yeah. Clean digital but can be like warped pretty pretty drastically. Cuz I think it does this thing again like with the mood and stuff where it it it, what do you call it? What is it called? It has a name. It's the um, sample and hold. Yeah, not sample and hold, but where it does. Um, uh, it has a name. The the like with reverbs and stuff. You have it. You have um, where it records like lots of little slices of it, and then you can move the slices apart. Oh yeah. What's the name for that? It has a name. I can't think of it right now. Slice and dice. No, not slice and dice. Um, um, yeah, I'll think of it that. eventually. It's better, that's a better name anyway. But it has. It's like the mood as well, where it, it's it's. Um, mm. Oh, and it's. Um, <laughs> the darkness reverb is the same. It's a. Uh, um, let me let me have a quick look. It's uh, it's on the tip of my tongue. Um, <laughs> Uh, hang on, hang on. I'm hanging. Uh, the darkness, it's a... No, I want to go to the actual website. Here we go. Uh, granular. Damn it, that was the name. Granular. It's like right. a granular thing where you can it takes little grains of the sound to make mm. it sort of start up, which is I think what the the um, uh, poly polymoon does as well. It sort of slices bits up and takes little samples of it, and then yeah, slice slice and dice. Yeah, sli- okay, granular. Yeah, slice <laughs> and dice. Um, yeah, but it looks cool, and, and the new logo. I like the new Chase Biscuit. Yeah, that's too. cool. Hey, yeah, I do like that too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I was. I was kind of, they've been quiet for too long. I have a feeling there's going to be, and again, we're sort of out of the loop now. We're not, it's now the, you know, the people that do demos are is always knobs and the Heinbachs and the, uh, Andrew Huang. Mm. He did a mm. video, you know, like it's, he. they now have the big, cool, trendy, arty guys doing the videos. We, we are not in that loop anymore, sadly. But um, I mean, for a little while, we got some um, Chase Bliss stuff. Um, but yeah, we're sort of out of that loop now. Um, but it's a cool, interesting sounding delay. And I mean, knowing yeah. to, it's always, their stuff is always good. Yeah. And it's cool. People still pushing the envelope with, um, pedal design. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Excuse me. Yeah. Pedal design. So yeah, it's fun. And I mean, well, if anyone does, one. they do. Yeah. What's another one? Uh, the boss, uh, space echo. Okay. Oh yeah, true. Yeah. Um, um, yeah. Oh yeah, the two space echoes. The, the well, the one yeah. that was sort of we knew about, and I, I swear it was probably like one of those deliberate leaks, the RE two. To uh, kind of so which ones, the, which ones the big one, which ones the little one? There's the RE two is the stompbox one, yep. and then the RE two o two is the big one. Two o two is the big one. Yep, yeah. that's right. So it used to be the RE two o one was the the is the mm. actual tape delay, and that's a two o two. Um, yeah. And then there was RE twenty, which is the one I've got, which I love. And actually, I think I just got a message from Ed. 
Um, uh, so, yeah, keen, keen to check out the 202. Well, I'm uh, keen to check out any of them. Um, hang on. Mm. Oh, okay. Yeah, Ed just messaged me about... So, yeah. Uh, <laughs> we're going to get some... Yeah, because I said to him, I've been a long-time user of the RE20. I've got it on my acoustic board at the moment. And uh, I, I mm. love the RE20. I think it's a great delay. And he said he'd be very interested uh, to see my thoughts on the... Like, I do a RE20 versus RE2. Um uh, and he said, and the, R, the 202 is just on a whole nother level. Um, so yeah, we're going to get, cool. they, they actually literally just got the text, got a text message from Ed from, uh, you know, the, our guy at Boss. He's going to send us some of that stuff. Um, they look really cool. I mean, the, the, yeah. I, I think Boss delays, I've always liked. I've always liked Boss Delays. I think uh, the, the mm-hmm. whole DD series was always good. The DM, the um, the um, um, analog delays analog. were great. Yeah. The DM100 that I've got in the back here, my, the analog kind of big sort of almost rack space kind of one is killer. Um, uh, the uh, Terra Echo was fantastic. I mean, it was one of the first sort yeah. of – that I almost went into the granular – thing because that's all slice and dice um that's kind of that's cool because it's like um transient based which is really interesting yeah yeah yeah. so it's like with an envelope yeah yeah Yeah. um so i i I, i'm a fan of boss delays um i really like the re20 i think that was sort of one in my opinion one of the very sort of overlooked delay pedals um people sold it very cheap secondhand and and i think it was really really good um, and now, yeah, I'd be very interested to see the RE2 um, and the uh, RE202. So I believe the RE2 is sort of a very simplified version. With the 202, you've got a whole bunch of presets you can store in it as well. I believe they did a uh, – uh, you can also do extra things. So I think the RE2, the little one, you can only really do what you could do on the Space Echo. The 202, they went a bit further again. So I think they gave you an extra tape head. Um, they gave you different types of reverbs, uh, and they also d- they apparently did a really um, uh, interesting take on the preamp. Because I mean, a lot of people use these old tape delays for the preamp, so not even on, but just in line for the preamp to to boost the signal. You know, like famously, oh. Jimmy Page used the um, Echoplex, and often had it off but just used a preamp in it and that apparently gave him a boost into the, the front of his amp and, you know, to the point yeah. where MXR makes the Echoplex preamp pedal and, you know, and all that sort of stuff and yeah. the EP boost yeah. as well, I think, the EP. exotic. Um, and I think it's the same with that. So a lot of people like the um, the preamp, you know, the sat- when it saturates, uh, especially with keyboards and stuff, I think a lot of people uh, back in the days, I mean, even I think Radiohead to this day have, Space Echoes on stage that they use with the um, roads and stuff. Um, so it'll be very interesting to see what they like. And um, and I do have to say I like the aesthetics. It's almost like the old CE1. Mm. If you look at the, the yeah. 202, it almost looks like a similar sort of box to the old CE1. So it's sort of almost a nod back to that, which actually we have a CE1 here on on that was lent to us that we need to do a video with at some stage soon. Um, 
which is pretty cool. Yeah, cool. Um, yeah. But yeah, so that that's a cool. That's a that's they're definitely two very cool delays, and very much looking forward to seeing them. Um, what else? What other delays were new in March? Well, there's line six. Oh yeah, of course. The, yeah, DL4 Mark II, which is yeah. coming our way, and it's going to be very interesting to see what, what happens with it. That's kind of the one I haven't looked into with specs and stuff. But you can do like, can you do like um, uh, program knob movements and stuff? Is that I'm not sure. I think I saw a video where you can. Uh, well, like you can with pro- the old one. Like um, ramping. That kind of thing. Okay, yeah, mate, yeah, like internal ramp. You can with the old one with the expression pedal. You can set the knob, the knobs wherever you want to be on uh, heel, and then set them wherever expression. you want on toe. And expression pedal does that. Ah, uh, right. I've never used expression pedal with those. Yeah, oh, no, cool. no, neither have I. Um, <laughs> so I just know with the DL4 Mark II, you've got a mic, like an XLI input as well. Yeah, cool. Um, Stereo in, stereo out, um, full MIDI compatibility. I think you've got an SD card you can stick in it so you can extend the looper time. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, cool. The looper apparently is because a lot of people love the looper on the on the on the DL4, and um, I think the looper is is sort of similar to what it used to be. Hang on a sec. I'm just going to close the door because someone is mowing the lawn near me. Just a sec. Okay. Sorry, someone always has to start mowing. Live in a country, they say. It's nice and quiet, they say. No, it's not. So, so can you, <laughs> are you eating eating a lot of peaches in the country? Yeah, 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 yeah. And I, I drive okay. in lots of little dune buggies. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that'd be hilarious watching you in a dune buggy. Yeah. No, it's funny actually because, you know, people say, oh, you know, move out in the, you know, into the country for to be a bit more quiet. But the thing is, in every freaking day someone is mowing the lawn, there's always some douchebag working on a car and revving the crap out of it and some other douchebag <laughs> on a motorbike revving the crap out of it because it's in the country, you can do it. Or then there's always parties <laughs> with music like ridiculously loud. So it's not all, you know, all that glitters ain't gold. Um, anyway, back to the delays. Um, <laughs> Go further out. <laughs> back to the delay. So actually, by the looks of it then, April will be our month of delays because we just received the... Um, um, amplitude one, the IK Multimedia um, mm. X time, which I'm holding up here in green. Uh, we just got that, so we got to do a video of that. We're gonna get the DL4 Mark II. We're getting both Boss pedals, um, so there's gonna be lots of delay. We also got um, a little while ago now, and we got to do a video of it, which has delay in it. The Sidekick by um, Crazy Tube Circuit. Yes, we haven't done that yet, hey? No, no, and that looks quite interesting. Yeah, um, it looks cool. So that's got echo in it. So yeah, I think um, it's going to be April. Well, at least for us filming, whether it's all coming out in April, but April's going to be the month of um, delays for us. Delay, 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 delay. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, yeah, cool. But yeah, that's cool. That's That's... Lots of delay. I didn't even think about mm. that, but yeah, lots of delays. But yeah, um, it felt like it. Yeah, yeah. My, it's it's only three, but three big players. Three very big players. Yeah, I mean. Yeah. Right. Yeah. No, that's cool. There was, 
There was another topic I was going to mention on the podcast, and I can't remember what the hell it is. <laughs> You're getting old. Oh, crap. <laughs> no. I thought of it last night, and then I slept, and then it vanished. You've got to write stuff so. down. As you get older, you've got to write yeah. stuff down. I've, I, I've noticed that. that um, on the walls in Sharpie. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Write it down. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, cool. Um, so what are, you, what are you up to this week? Do you have gigs on? Uh, this week, yeah, well, I haven't done anything this week so far because um, I've been since, mon- well, since Monday night, basically, I've been mm. feeling pretty cre- crook. And then uh, really yesterday afternoon, I started feeling good again. And today I'm feeling pretty good again. So um, I can I can eat again, which is great, um, <laughs> without wow. doing a, a Randy Marsh uh, in South Park, if you remember the episode where um, it came out of both ends simultaneously. Don't want to paint too vivid of a picture there for you, but... <laughs> it's pretty, pretty vivid. <laughs> it was a bit like that, uh, and it was not pleasant, and yeah. Um, so yeah, uh, yeah uh, gigging this weekend. Uh, I may actually go. go and watch um, a performer tomorrow night, Ooh. which is something I haven't done in a long time. Um, Who's that? Well, a whole bunch of friends of mine are going, and tickets are still available. Um, just down the road from where I live at Umundi here, uh, Jeff Martin from the Tea Party is playing. Oh yeah, cool. And nice. um, yeah, a bunch of friends of mine are going, and um, actually, a fr- another friend of mine um, is going to play. Is playing drums on the album he's currently Jeff Martin's currently recording. So um, yeah. Very cool. Yeah, so uh, uh, might go down and check that out. Uh, haven't actually gone to see a band or performer or anything like that in ages. Actually, it was funny. I uh, I went not last weekend, but the weekend before. Um, in between floods, I went down to Byron Bay. <laughs> Poor people. Yeah. I feel really sorry for all the people in northern New South Wales. And hey, Rob, if you're uh, listening to this, uh, I think Rob's fine where he is in, in Pottsville, but yeah. um, uh, Byron Bay flooded yet again and... Um, uh, Lismore and all those places. So yeah, uh, we, we feel for you guys. But yeah, so uh, yeah. two weekends ago, I went uh, down to a we- for a wedding in in um, in Byron or just outside of Byron, and um, uh, I I played at the ceremony because it was it was uh, relatives of my wife's. So it was my wife's cousin who got married, and so my cousin-in-law. Would you call it that, cousin-in-law? Yeah, sure. Why not? Sure. Um, so I played at the ceremony, but then uh, afterwards we went to the reception, and it was a really good band playing. And um, I was saying, my wife and I were just sort of talking and saying, this is probably the first time that we can really remember at all that we've gone anywhere where I don't know anyone in the band. <laughs> <laughs> I don't get asked to go up and play or sing or something like that because I'm in the audience. Um, yeah. And um, we're actually there listening to a band and enjoying a band um, yeah, without cool. me being involved in it in any way, shape, or form. <laughs> um, and yeah, it was sort of, it was, I, I mean, I never, ever, I can't even remember really last time I went to see a band um, perform. I mean, especially with COVID. I haven't been to yeah. any concerts or anything in a long time. So um, it was quite, quite refreshing to do that. And they were a great band, really good band. Yeah, cool. Um, five piece with a female singer, male singer, keyboard player, bass, drums, and mm-hmm. male singer played guitar. Female singer played acoustic guitar. 
in some songs. And yeah, really good band. I have no That's idea what they were called, but they were good. Shout out to the good band. Shout out to the good band uh, <laughs> at the wedding in uh, northern New South Wales. Uh, I'm sure there was there's only one <laughs> two weekends <laughs> yeah. ago. The um, New South Wales wedding band. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The New South yeah. No, it was uh, I don't remember what the place is called, but it was right next to Oh, here you go. Anyone will people may know this. Um f- uh, Tropical Fruit World. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds romantic. Tropical Fruit World well, it's next door to it. There was a, a ve- wedding venue next door yeah. to that, but Tropical Fruit World was right next door to it. So it was a bit further Tropical north. Wedding of, World. Um a bit further north of Byron Bay. Um yeah. uh, actually like a half half an hour, forty minute drive north of Byron Bay, actually. But um yeah, nice. Yeah, it was it's good. Lovely, so yeah, and other than that, so I might just go and I might go and see Jeff Martin tomorrow. I'm not sure yet if I'm going or not. If I feel up to it and feel strong enough in my stomach to go, not because of him, yeah. but as in because I was sick. <laughs> uh, and then yeah, gigs Saturday, Sunday. What about you? Uh, no, I had some midweek work on this week, but I was going to cancel it anyway because I'm still kind of recovering, and it was going to be like a twelve-hour day in a theatre with a dance school. Uh. So that sounds painful, but then <laughs> last minute, <laughs> last minute they cancelled it anyway because half the school has COVID, uh. half the kids are sick anyway. So that all got canned. So I'm not working this week. Oh uh, yeah, well there you yeah. go. Which is just okay. I'm still getting my strength back and recovering. And it's lovely weather outside, so I might try and get outdoors and get some sunshine and I don't know maybe do some gardening or chill. And COVID disaster pay. Yes, I applied for that. Yeah, <laughs> I got it when I was yeah. sick, so it's great. Thanks, government. Thank you, government. <laughs> um, even though I'm not going to vote for you again, but that's a different story. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> on that note, right. uh, leaving it on a political bombshell, um, hopefully we're going to get back into filming more regularly and doing podcasts more regularly. It's just this month has really been, mm-hmm. this month, Pain this year has been pretty poo. So, um, just in the butthole, yeah, it's just been one crappy thing <laughs> after the butthole. other. Yes, yeah, well, say yeah. butthole on the internet, yes, three times now, um, <laughs> butthole. four times, yeah. So, yeah, so hopefully, this will be more regular. Um, what's the word for the day if you made it to the end? Not butthole, no, <laughs> no, please, not. <laughs> How about chocolate starfish? <laughs> Code. Um, uh, super strat. Super strat. Ooh, yes, super strat. That's the word for the day. So if you make it uh, this far, um, post a comment uh, anywhere on any other thing saying super strat, and uh, I'll give you some emoji cookies uh, in return. Uh, so thank, thank you so much to all you people listening and being patient with us for not being very regular with this stuff. Uh, even though I've yeah. been very regular this week, but <laughs> in different ways. Wow. <laughs> oh, this is turning, t- taking a wrong turn. Uh, and on that note, <laughs> see you all in a, I mean, hear you all in the next one. See ya. See ya, bye. bye. <laughs>